0: Hey everybody! Hey everybody! It is uh, me, a boy! Stu Callister! With me as always are the dogs. I got a wean dog right next to me on the couch under the blanket. Sadie Dog is uh, staring at the couch, because she's a big weirdo. Looking over the cat trees, I see Cow Cat. Uh, I do not see Larry, but I know he did just run upstairs. (laughs) So you guys know what that means. It means he is upstairs. (laughs) shitting on my bed, he's shitting on my bed, that's what he's doing, shitting on my bed, that's what he's doing, shitting on my bed, that's what he's doing, because he's a bad cat. Uh, But how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it a good one? God damn, I hope it was a good day. Why? Because today is Monday, April 17th, 2020, Trace. Hopefully it was a good day at work, good day at school, good day doing whatever the fuck you do on a Monday. What the fuck do you do? What do you do <laughs> on a Monday? Hopefully it was good, everybody. Hopefully it was good. If it wasn't, have a beer, go to bed, wake up tomorrow's Tuesday. Tomorrow will be a better day. It'll be a better day, better day. If you guys are new to the podcast, it's me, your boy, Stu McAllister. I was a comedian for a long time, social worker for a long time. Now I'm just making mistakes. Making a lot of mistakes. A shit ton of mistakes. Trying to uh, rectify that and make some uh, some good choices. Uh, Have you ever gotten to the point in your life where you just doubt yourself all the fucking time. Uh, that Because that's where I'm at in my life. I doubt every single fucking choice I make. It doesn't matter how much time I put into thinking about it. I can be impetuous and make an immediate decision. I can uh, take several days in, to think about what the hell I'm doing. I can research things, and it doesn't fucking matter. It's the wrong choice. I always make the wrong choice choice so even if i think i'm making the wrong choice and then thinking oh hey i made the wrong choice but maybe because i'm making the wrong choice uh it'll be the right choice nope doesn't work that way it's always the wrong choice always how many times always (laughs) fuck so uh if you're new to the podcast you may not know it i'm unemployed Unemployed by my own choice. I I had left a job that was uh, giving me uh, an undesirable amount of stress. I wasn't sleeping well. And uh, when I went into work, I just, I didn't like what I was doing. I didn't like where I was at. I didn't, I didn't like anything about the job. (laughs) So I'm like, why, why the fuck? Am I going to put this kind of shit on myself? And so I said, well, I got to go. And so I left. But uh, not not uncommon, uh, not unheard of for yours truly. I, I did it in the worst way possible. I didn't have anything lined up. Didn't have another job to slide into. Now, I thought I would be able to get a job pretty quick. I could slide into some shit. And uh, you know what? It's uh, It'll be three weeks come Wednesday. So clearly I have not been able to slide into a job. But uh, several things happened to me today on the job front. Uh, I got a rejection letter today from a job that I had a phone interview with. And I really thought I was going to get the second interview. And it was a job, to be perfectly honest. I was really hopeful to get. It was for an agency that's called... BBC, (laughs) I alone wanted to work for this company so that I could tell other human beings that I work for a company called Big Black Cock. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, what do you do? I'm a delivery driver. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Who do you deliver for? BBC? Holy fuck, Big Black Cock? Yep, I work for Big Black Cock. But they told me to go fuck myself. So what, what are you gonna do? I, I hate it too. It was just the standard form letter. Uh, I don't I don't know if you guys have been in a position lately where you were trying to find a job and uh, you you get rejected and it's just you know hey your uh, application was great and your skills are many, but we decided to go in a different direction. Thanks and good luck. All right. I really wish they, could, they would just tell you why, right? Uh, you know, thanks for pumping me up and then telling me that I still suck. <laughs> You're the greatest of all time. We've never seen anyone better, but we don't want to hire you. We don't want to hire you at all. Fuck yourself. Just tell me, like, yeah, hey, we didn't like you because of this. We didn't like you because of that. Whatever, because then that uh, just tells me the next time I apply for a job, these are the things that I need to lie about. (laughs) I need to make up shit. It's gonna make me sound better. So I got that. I got a phone call from a recruiter. He's talking, he's like, hey, I found your job on whatever, or your resume and whatever, and I thought you might be good for this job, and he's talking about it. But then he says something that made me go immediately, nope, and I had to stop. I had to stop the sales pitch. I had to stop it. Because what he said is, yeah, this job is a third shift. And I was like, sorry, man, you said the magic word, uh, third shift, uh no, I'm not I'm, I wouldn't do it. I don't care how much money you'd pay for me to do a third shift job. I, I'm perfectly honest, everybody. Someone could offer me a six figure salary to work third shift. I just don't know if I could do it. I, I did essentially uh, for the people who who don't listen to uh, the patreon, I had to do a job shadow. Uh, was it? I might have talked about it on the Thursday podcast. As a matter of fact, I think I did, but I had to. Uh, I had to do a job shadow where I started at three in the morning. So essentially, it's a job job shadow job for a third shift job, uh, of which I also did not get that job. I job I worked for those fucks for like nine hours for free. They did, they did not compensate me in any kind of capacity, and I, I was not offered that job. So uh, your boy's getting kicked in the face a whole lot. But I told the guy who's doing the pitch, I was like, sorry, man, I've, I've done it before. I could fill in occasionally. I had a job in college. I worked at, I don't mean to brag, but I worked at a truck stop when I was in college. I worked as a, a busboy slash dishwasher. And because it was a truck stop every now and then uh, well, it was 24 seven. So every now and then someone had to fill in for the dishwasher who worked the third shift. He wasn't going to work uh, seven days a week. So someone would have to fill in for him occasionally. And so I had to do it occasionally. And I think I could do it occasionally, but to do it like you're a different kind of cat, right? If you're that kind of person, Good for you. I think in many ways, I wish I could be a third shift person, because you're not you're not around people, right? Most most people are sleeping. You know, most people are probably in bed between midnight and seven in the morning when you're working, right? I, you know, no one's on the road. Nothing. I just I couldn't do it. Couldn't fucking do it. Everybody couldn't do it. So I told the guy no. But then the good news Here's the good news I got a lot, I got punched in the face I was offered a job Working For the post office today How about that everybody I had applied for several positions With the post office I just have to go through the process Of a background check And to get fingerprinted And um, uh, I should be offered the job They said yeah conditionally upon the shit You should be good to go And I'm like I don't have any criminal record or anything, everybody. So I, as far as I know, I should be good to go. So I had to fill out all this shit. Uh, I had to go to a bunch of websites. The post office is fucking goddamn super goofy with all their websites and, and everything else. And I I 100% know that it's the goddamn, because it's the government. The government has to make things as difficult as possible, right? Everything, Right? taxes, uh, whatever else you want to do, it's weird. So uh, I'm going through the whole process. I'm like, I'm feeling pretty good about it. It's all done. The, 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 The website, you know, I completed the website. Hey, you got everything done. Good for you. All right. Thanks, website. Thanks for telling me that I finished it. I had to go to the post office today to mail out some shit that I sold. And I'm talking to the lady behind the counter. I was like, do you like your job? And she's like, yeah, I like my job. I was like, oh, well, I was just, I was offered a position. So I'm just trying to figure out, you know, people like their jobs. Like, oh yeah, you know, I like it. She's like, some days can be more difficult than others. And I'm assuming it's, uh, she's got to deal with a lot more customer service, actually working in the post office and not delivering. I think the job that I have been offered was uh, actually like route, you know, delivering the mail. So I felt good about it, but then there was just something goofy. I got another email, more emails to them going, Hey, we're offering you a job. And I'm like, this is weird. It's a completely different job. It's the same job, but it's a different job. So I messaged, I got a buddy who works for the post office. He's been there 24 years. I was like, damn. And I said to him, I was like, Hey man, I got this second email. Like is the post office goofy enough? to not realize that they have offered the same person two different jobs? And he's like, yeah, I don't know. He's like, I got no clue. I'm like, okay, well, what should I do? Should I ignore it? Should I apply for it? Like what? And he's like, well, I'll talk to my boss and I'll let you know. And he gets back to me, he's like, my boss says apply for it. I'm like, okay. And while he's telling me that, I get a third email from the post office. Say, hey, congratulations. We're offering you a job. So I, I don't know what's going on at the post office, everybody. Yeah, as I mentioned before, it's the government. They they don't know their left hand from their right hand.
1: So I, you know, whatever. What are you
0: gonna do, right? What are you gonna do? So I will apply for those as well, too. I gotta get fingerprinted and they're like, Oh yeah, you gotta uh you gotta uh call this lady to set up a time to do it. So I called her. And she didn't answer, so I left a message, and they gave me her email. So I emailed her, and I have not backed from her in either capacity. And they're like, you got three days to do this. So now I'm like, I don't know, 12 hours or whatever in, into day one. And I'm like, I just hate shit like this. When you got to rely on someone else, you're relying on someone fucking else to do their job so that I can do my job or that I can get a job. It's ridiculous, but I feel good about it, everybody. I think I would enjoy a job working at the post office. Well, we'll see. I'll probably fucking hate it <laughs> like everything else. And there you go. But today was a goofy day too, because um, I, I had applied for a job Working for TSA, the guys who fucking, they frisk you and give you the pat down and tell you to take off your shoes at the airport, right? I'd apply for one of those positions. So uh, I applied to it, and they're like, all right, you have an appointment on Wednesday, but you got to take a test. So you got to go to this website and pick a day to take the test. So I go to the website, and fuck, they had a, a time for me to take a test today. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go take the test today. So I sign up for it, they give me all the information. The test is uh, downtown Grand Rapids, right? Which is fine, the parking's just shit, though. Uh, They're like, okay, it's at 3.15, please get there a half hour early, bring uh, all this identification with you, whatever, whatever. I'm like, okay, whatever. So uh, I get there early, because, like I said, the parking's goofy, and I wasn't exactly sure where I was going. So, I, you know, they, I was going to try to get there at 2.45. I probably got there about 2.35. But, you know, always better late or early than late, right? 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 It's the same thing with pregnancy. <laughs> better to not be late with those periods is what I'm talking about. You ladies know what I'm talking about. This one's for the ladies, So I get there, and it's in this weird, goofy office space. Of course it is. Um, So I go in, and there's the lady at the counter, and she's like, all right, who are you? Uh, I'm Steve McAllister. What are you here for? I'm here for the TSA exam. Okay, read this. And she gives me this pamphlet. Well, not a pamphlet, but a two-sided sheet to read, and I read it. And it's got all this shit, just like about rules. You can't bring anything in. Uh, you can't, they don't want you to cheat. It's all this shit. If you got to ask the proctor something, you're supposed to raise your hand. All, all this shit, right? I'm like, okay, I got it. We're good. I go up to her, I give it again. And she's like, all right, take all the stuff out of your pockets and put it in that locker. You can put your code in that locker and everything else. Okay right i take it uh, i i got a sweatshirt on because today is fucking cold all right saturday it was 80 degrees today it's 35 degrees fuck welcome to michigan everybody so i got a sweatshirt on and i tell her should i take this off too and she's like Ah, you, you can leave it on if you want take it off when you get in there if it's too warm whatever i'm like all right so she's like go around the corner sit in that chair and then uh cole or whatever his fucking name was cole will come and get you i'm like okay cole comes and gets me cole is this guy who's i don't know he's probably my age so he's an old crabby fuck and uh he's got gloves on and he's really weird about not being near me he's not wearing a mask though but he doesn't want to get near me he's being just a weird like ocd fuck and uh, i got my glasses on he's like all right Take your glasses off and put them in this tray. I'm like, oh, why? I want to be like, why? But I was like, okay. So my glasses, you know, how your glasses fold up, right? I fold them up and put them in the tray. And he's like, no, you got to leave them open. I'm like, what? Why? Why, you fuck, Cole? Tell me why, you dick. So I unfold them. He spins the thing around And then he's like, okay, take it out. I'm like, are you just fucking with me? Like, you didn't really do anything to this. Are you thinking it's got, like, uh, cameras in it or some shit? I'm here to take a test, you fucker. Uh, What do you want? So I put the glasses on. he's like, all right, stand at that X. Uh, Stand on the X. And he's like, uh... I need your ID. So my license was the only thing that I still had. So I give him the license. And he's still, like I said, he's like six feet away from me. And he's stretching out. And I'm like, what is happening here, you fucking weirdo? So I I reach over to him. I give him the license. He punches in whatever he needs to punch in. He's like, state your name. What are you here for? I'm Stu McAllister. I'm here to take the TSA exam. Okay, and uh, he, he puts it in, he gives it back to me, and he's like, all right, turn to your left. I turn to my left, and it's the door to go in to go into this room. We're in kind of like a fishbowl. Like, you guys have seen movies from prisons, right? And the prison guards are always kind of like in the middle of, of the fucking cell block, and they're just behind bulletproof glass. That's what it's like with this fucking uh, douchebag Cole, right? He's in the goddamn fishbowl. And he's like, all right, we're gonna go in there to computer three and I'm gonna log you in. He's like, you gotta stand six feet behind me. I'm like, what is happening here? I'm here to take a test, you dick. I don't know what's on this test. The fuck? So we go in and there are probably 15 to 20 people already taking exams. Now I remind you, everybody, I wasn't supposed to take the exam till 315 and now it's probably 2:45, right? The the time they told me to get there. Uh, and so I'm go I'm going in. I don't know. They're bringing me in. They're going in now. I can also tell you, everybody, these people were not taking the same exam I was. They were not taking an exam for the TSA. I, they might have been. I highly doubt it. They were taking exams for whatever else. This this company was a, a proctor company. And uh, they just watch you take exams to make sure you're not cheating. Now we're all in those cubicles, the vestibules, so you can't see the person next to you. And they actually they give you headphones, like uh, noise-canceling headphones. And I put one on at first, but I'm not gonna lie to everybody; those noise-canceling headphones were creepy as fuck. I couldn't I couldn't hear a damn thing, so they did their job, but I could hear like my heartbeat. And there's nothing creepier than just hearing your own heartbeat and nothing else. It, it creeped me out. It it creeped me out more than most horror movies do. I was like, fuck this shit. So I took them off. It's quiet as fuck in there anyway because everybody's just on their computer taking their tests, doing whatever they do. So I'm taking the test and I'm, I'm reading the computer. The computer, I'm reading it. And they're like, all right, there's going to be three parts to this exam, do what you can. There And there you go, I'm like, okay. So I go to part one. Part one is easy as fuck. And uh, you can only do poorly on it if you're just a fucking idiot and you just uh, got done huffing gasoline or something like that, right? Like there's no way in hell anybody should be bad at what was going on. Because they just wanted you to like track numbers. You had to take the mouse you had to start from one and then you'd go one two three you had to find the 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 sequential numbers and just click them till the end like what okay so we did it with numbers and then the second one was with letters so you had to go a b c i'm like what like it really was like a connect the dots kind of thing i'm like okay now, the third one, they tried to get a little tricky with the third one, everybody, because they they put uh, numbers and letters together. Holy shit. So you had to go like 1A, 2B, 3C. Holy shit, everybody. Dumb as fuck, right? So I get it. We're done. All right, you're on the second part. Okay. All right. So I'm on the second part, and um this one was just as easy in a different way. They showed you like a picture. Look at the picture. And then underneath it were five other pictures. And they're like, which picture's the same picture? So it was like a triangle. And then they're showing me like a circle, a square, uh, a fucking rectangle and a triangle. And you're like, oh, which one's the same? Oh, triangle. It was, it really was as easy as that, everybody. Sometimes the designs were different, but none of them were like super tricky. And so in the thing, they're like, we're going to give you three minutes. Do as many as you can in three minutes. Okay. Boom. Crushed it, everybody. Crushed it, right? So now, so I'm like going, God damn, are TSA people some of the dumbest fucks? Like, this is the exam you got to take? Like, I'm taking an exam to prove that I'm a little smarter than a dumb fuck. This is what, this is what we got protecting us from uh, bombers, shoe bombers. But now the third one. Oh, my God. I spoke too soon, everybody. The third one was goddamn origami. Because <laughs> what they did is they had, like, essentially, like, a sheet of paper folded out flat that was then going to be used to create like a, a three-dimensional design. And they would show you with like dotted lines and everything else, like what what the space and the line would be. And you were supposed to go, okay, uh, letter A here on the flat board, a flat piece of paper, What's it going to be when it's all folded up correctly into the origami shape? And I'm like, oh my God, what? I do pretty poorly with that shit, everybody. I do poorly with it. Now, I don't think it was timed. I think I had to do like six of them, and I was like, fucking Christ. It just got harder and harder. Uh, But I did it. I did it. And it, it didn't tell me I was a dumb fuck you stupid fuck you fuck this shit up I'm like okay so um, I got done with it I hit enter and it's like done and they're like hey congratulations you finished and I'm assuming again that I passed everybody because um, they said if uh, if you pa- if you fail you can take it ag- again in six months <laughs> right and then they're like if you fail twice you're out, they're, they're not gonna hire you, I guess. So I'm assuming, and I, I could be wrong for assuming, I'm assuming I passed, because they weren't like, hey, you dumb fuck, we'll see you in six months, try again, you idiot. But, so I'm done, so it just says, go see your proctor. So I get up to leave and I turn around and the proctor's in his fishbowl And he looks at me and he's like, no, sit down, sit down. And I'm like, okay, okay. So I sit down and then he he goes, are you done? And I'm like, yeah, I'm done. What the fuck? What do you think I'm doing? I'm getting up because I'm done. I don't want to sit here anymore, you dick. Cole, you ass. So then he motions for me to come in and I go in and I remind you, everybody. Like, I'm like two feet away from the door like i'm right fucking there so i go in and he's like can i see your license again and i'm like what dude you fucker like all right so i give it to him again and he punches whatever into the computer and he's like hey if you ever come back here again you're supposed to raise your hand and i'm like well fuck you dude Raise my hand to do... W- I don't have to go to the bathroom, you cocksucker. I'm done. I'm a grown-ass man, you motherfucker. If I want to leave this shit, I can leave this shit, you dumb fucking fuck. Now, I know the majority of the people who were in the room were much younger. They, they looked like they were college kids, or at least in their 20s. So I don't... Fuck, maybe they, they were taking GREs or doing something else. I don't know. But I was like, I want to be like, fuck you, Cole. Fuck you, Cole. <laughs> so dumb. So, uh, I, don't, I don't know, everybody. Uh, I, I'm supposed to have an interview with them on Wednesday. I'm going to go because this post office thing, even though they said, hey, we're offering you a position. I have learned through life, and I have learned through comedy. I learned this lesson in comedy really quick. Um, until something is happening, it's not going to happen because in comedy, I had a lot of things promised me and a good majority of those things promised me never came to pass. And so even though I was like, oh my God, I had a lot of guys go, oh man, I'm going to take you on the road with me. Great. Let's do it. You tell me when, and I will fucking be there, right? These are bigger name comics. Who've, who've done shit. And why, why would I not uh, believe them? But uh, you know what? Didn't fucking happen. <laughs> didn't, fucking, didn't fucking happen. So I learned until fucking like I'm on the stage telling jokes. It's just not going to fucking happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to fucking happen. So, uh, nothing wrong with interviewing, too. All right, nothing wrong. I mean, fuck, they might go, yeah, go fuck yourself. I'll be like, all right, I'll go fuck myself. So we'll see, everybody. We'll see. We'll see. God damn it. God damn it. The weather was shit today. As I said, it was kind of like this weird rain, snow stuff, which sucks, because yesterday morning, I took the dogs for a walk. I was in... Shorts and a t shirt, and things were great. And now it's just cold as fuck. And uh, but it's April, it's April. The, the, the this is kind of what it should be, and I hate it because you get those days that are super nice and you just know it's gonna go away quick. And it, and it went away quick. I think come Wednesday, it's gonna be back in like the 50s or 60s again, which is which is a little normal, that's closer to normal. So we'll, we'll see. Fuck. Did any of you guys work for TSA? any of you guys work for the post office? I'm curious as to what your stories are. Your stories? Stories! Hmm. I had a guy today. I've sold this guy some cards, and I've, I've mailed him some cards. The problem with this guy is that uh, I have mailed him cards in the past on three separate occasions, and they have never, ever, ever gotten to his house. Never. It's been probably over a year since I've mailed him cards, so they're, they're just not going. All right. And he purchased some cards for me again. And I said, hey, man, let's put this in a bubbler with fucking tracking. No, just send a PWE—that's plain white envelope—because it's cheaper. It's like a buck twenty or some shit like that, right? It's cheaper. You didn't want to do tracking, but the envelope has not gotten to him. So I'm pissed. I'm not gonna lie, everybody. I'm pissed. He actually, at one point, he mailed me something, and it took like two months to get to me. Like I thought it was never going to get to me, but it finally got to me. I told him, I'm like, I think your mailman is shit. He lives in North Carolina. So that should tell you right there. They got, you got dumb fucking bumpkins in North Carolina. You got some guy who's probably got more teeth than brain cells delivering the mail. So I'm like, your guy is shit. Basically, I wanted to tell the guy too. I was like, give me the address for where you work. Let me mail it to where you work and let's see if it fucking gets there. But I told him today, I was like, look, dude, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna mail you more cards and I'm gonna put it in a bubbler and I'm gonna mail it to you with tracking. Cause I want fucking someone to be held goddamn accountable for this shit. So we'll see. We'll see if he gets it. It just it irks me a whole lot. A whole lot. We'll see. Fuck. What's the solution? There isn't one. There's no solution. Other than me going down to North Carolina and fucking beating some postman's ass. (laughs) All right. Sadie Dog. She's in the cage now. She went in the cage and somehow the door closed on her. I don't know why. And I mean, it's open like two inches. So she could open it if she wanted, but she's not bright enough. She's never been bright enough. This is not the dementia. Say Dog, uh, for new listeners, uh, say Dog's like 13 plus. And she, I don't want to say she's becoming incontinent, but she she pees and shits in my house a lot. I gotta let her out like 10 times a day. She doesn't ever pee or shit in the goddamn cage, though. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do this. I, uh, we're do I'm doing a dear Abby because I already got, I have some opinions when I saw the headline, I had opinions already. So, uh, new listeners, if you don't know, I like to take advice columns, a dear Abby ask Annie, ask Amy, all these ones. And, uh, I have not read the letter. I have not led the response. I only see the headline. And the headline that I saw that caught my eye was uh, Dear Abby. So we're going back to the original, everybody. We're going back to the fucking OG. I caught my sober fiancé, sober is in quotations. I caught my sober fiancé smoking weed. Should I call off the wedding? Oh, God. All right. I got a lot of stuff to say, but let's go to it. Dear Abby. My fiancé and I have been together for six years. We're in our late 40s. He's a recovering alcoholic and former drug user from his teens into his late 20s. He hasn't touched drugs for 21 years. He often talked to people about his recovery, and I was beyond proud of him. I recently saw something that broke my heart. My neighbor has a security camera. I went over to check on him, and he asked me to look at the camera he has for fear of strangers coming up to his door. My heart began to race as I saw my fiancé in the background of the video smoking something. I watched the video at least 20 times and there he was, smoking a blunt, smoking a J, smoking jazz cigarettes. I was so shocked and disappointed that it took me an hour before I could text him. I sent him a clip of the video and asked him how he could fall off the wagon and be so sneaky about it. I am no longer sure I want to marry him because what's next? Alcohol? More drugs? My father was an alcoholic and I always told myself I would never marry one. Should I call off the wedding and the relationship? I'm so angry, I cannot breathe. What makes someone fall off the wagon after 20 years of being sober? Breaking heart in Pennsylvania. Uh, Well, probably someone falls off the wagon because they got some fucking nag spying on them all the goddamn time. (laughs) That's why. Uh, But I'm gonna say this too. I uh, the word sobriety I fucking hate it, and uh, if you're an alcoholic and you're not drinking, good for fucking you. That's fucking great. But I hate how f- sobriety has become somebody's personality. That's all they fucking talk about. Oh my god, I've been sober six months, three months, forty-six years, whatever. Great, good for you. Sorry you couldn't handle your fucking booze. Jesus Christ. I'm going to throw sober people in the same list as people who uh, want to talk about CrossFit. They want to talk about how they're vegans. All these fucking idiots. Toss them all into the same goddamn fucking bag and throw it in the river. Their, Their personalities are shit. They're uninteresting. And I find a good portion of the people who consider themselves sober to be fucking hypocritical. Because like this woman was talking about, her fiance was smoking weed, so many of these quote unquote sober people fucking smoke weed or do other drugs all the goddamn time. And I know I do. And they'll fucking like you would admit to shit, but they'll continue to say they're sober because they're not doing booze. Now sorry that booze was a fucking substance that gave you problems, but maybe this other shit you fucking shouldn't be on either. You just have gone from one coping skill To another coping skill. And neither were good. So I'm not a fan of fucking people who are always talking about their sobriety. They're boring. Boring! You're boring as fuck. Stay sober, though. Don't tell me about it, please. On social media. I see it all the goddamn time. I think people just fucking say they're sober for the goddamn uh, clicks, the likes, the thumbs up. Hey, man, good for you. You're sober. Hey, man, uh, I can handle a Bud Light with a transsexual on the can every now and then. How about that? (laughs) But what should this lady do concerning the marriage? I don't know. Have a talk with the guy. Why don't you talk with the fiancé and ask him, Hey, man, why are you smoking weed? All right, why don't you figure that shit out first before you go, Oh, I should probably call off the wedding. Oh, my God! How'd you miss the fact that this guy was smoking weed? Maybe you caught him the first time he's, was, he's been smoking weed. I'll tell you this. There's definitely a lot worse things that someone can do than smoking weed. But I Do you feel it's going to do something else? Has there been anything else other than this security camera footage of somebody smoking weed? Has he been doing other shit? Has he been beating you? Has he been late to work or not going to work has money been disappearing those things seem more important to me than the fact the guy is on his own fucking property smoking a J. jay that's not a fucking problem you sound like a problem he doesn't trust you enough that he feels he can go and talk to you like hey honey uh i know i've been dealing with this but i smoked a fucking blunt in the backyard so uh, I'm putting this on her. Talk to him. Let's see what Abby's got to say. Abby and I like don't agree normally, but... Dear Breaking Heart, you have my sympathy. Recovery is not a destination. It's something that must be practiced every day, which is why substance abusers attend 12-step programs. It's not uncommon for them to have occasional lapses, which appears to be what has happened with your fiancé. He's sneaking because he knows you would react as you have. Have you been to a meeting of support group for friends and family of addicts in recovery? If not, go now. Whether you should break the engagement and move on is something only you can decide, but if you attend some of these meetings, you'll gain insight into your future. P.S. I know I will hear from readers telling me marijuana isn't the hard stuff and is even legal in some states. However, the issue I can't avoid is that he deceived you about what he was, what he has been doing, which should tell you he knows it's wrong. Abby, go fuck yourself. Jesus Christ! Again, she put all the shit on the dude, right? I don't why. Fuck, look at why the dude. is... Why is the dude smoking? Why is he hiding it from his fiance? What's going on in their lives? She's not thinking about it. Fucking in the bigger picture, she's thinking about the fucking act. Think about the bigger picture, Abby. You fuck. You you fraud. I always find these advice columnists to be frauds. A lot of fucking frauds. She's a fraud. She gets paid for it. How the fuck can I get paid to write a goddamn fucking uh, advice column? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. All right. Do one more thing. Let's see. A lot of people broke into a gas station, a rapper got kicked out of an NBA playoff game. Guy got ki- uh, shot in the face. Uh, Budweiser has got a new pro-America ad. Of course they do. They got to fucking compensate for having a transsexual on their Bud Light can, So they got a new commercial that's essentially just go America. We fucking love America, man. It's nothing but like fucking hot rod cars. Apple pies, fireworks, goddamn America. And you know, here's the weird thing, too. Apparently, we're never going to find those cans with the transsexual person. What's their name? Dylan something? We're never going to find them because they're not out on shelves or anything. I guess they were just kind of sent to the Dylan person is what I'm hearing. So who gives a shit? And then uh, apparently Donald Trump Jr. is telling people To uh, not uh, boycott or protest Bud Light Because apparently Budweiser Donates more money to Republicans than to Democrats (laughs) I'm sure they do I am sure they do I find the whole thing funny That whole thing's super funny Uh, Montana is passing a bill banning TikTok some lady gave her baby a dumb name. I'm gonna talk about this one because I find the whole thing ridiculous. Apparently, Jack Nicholson. You guys remember him from like The Shining and The Departed and a whole one floor of the Cougar's Nest. A lot of fucking great movies. He was in Batman. A lot of great movies. Dude's uh, dude's old, right? He's 85 years old. All right. It, rich as fuck i guess uh, but apparently he's been of a recluse apparently uh, hasn't been seen in like 18 months so he hasn't been to any of the laker games or nothing um but this past thursday he he came out and he they took pictures of him and uh i guess he's at his house like I guess that's got to be the shitty thing. If you're that kind of famous, you got dumb paparazzi hanging out your ho- outside your house to take a picture of you. Like, what the hell is that about? But he came out on the balcony, and they took pictures of him. Now, I don't know if you've seen the pictures of him. He looks a little, uh, he looks a little out of sorts or whatever, right? Like he, uh, um, his hair is all funky. He, he's his shirt looks like it hasn't been fucking ironed it's a goddamn t-shirt though any of you guys iron your t-shirts I fucking don't so uh, people are like oh my god he looks he looks disheveled he looks all, all, all fucking sorts of discombobulated and I'm look like and they're like oh my god he looks unrecognizable and I'm like I, I don't know I knew right away. From the picture, that it was Jack Nicholson. Um, he just looks like he's gained a lot of weight, right? I thought older people, like, you lost weight. I don't know. Jack looks like he's, he's gained about 50 fucking pounds. Oh, whatever. What up? He's been in 70, act, he's got 70 acting credits over a 50 year uh, film career. It's pretty goddamn good. Um, And the issue really becomes like, he's 85 years old. Who cares if he wants to look like that all goddamn day? To be perfectly honest, he just looks like a dude who woke up. He woke up, he walked outside to get, get some air, and some fucking asshole's taking pictures of him. He hasn't fucking had a shower yet. He hasn't done laundry in like a week. Okay, it's weird to me when some of these tabloids and these paparazzi people are fucking taking pictures just to kind of besmirch somebody, smear somebody, make them look shitty. Like why? I don't. I heard Jack's a, a bit of an oddball, but it seems like almost the bigger film star you are, the bigger weirdo you are. But leave the leave the man alone. Leave the man alone. (laughs) Fuck. Uh, Speaking of old, um, I texted my mother today. One, I had to text her because I had to use her in fucking one of the things for the post office. They wanted to use these like... uh, who, who's a reference that you can use? So I use her because they wanted, for whatever reason the post office wants to know the address where the person lives. I'm like, I don't know people's addresses. I can know like their emails and phone numbers. Like you're actually like, is the post office actually gonna go visit my mother at her house? So, but anyway, anyway, getting back to the point. Uh, today, I text her for that, but then later in the day on, on Facebook, I saw a post from a person I went to high school with. Another classmate of ours apparently died. <laughs> Holy shit, they're dead. Um, why couldn't it have been me? Fuck. But I, uh, I knew the guy not super well. My mom was friends with his mother. So I read the obituary and I'm looking at stuff and you know people are like, oh my god, how he died? How did he die? Because I'm like I'm the same way of like. He's 52. Like 52, you can't say, yeah, he died because he was 52. This isn't like the goddamn 1700s. Like, holy shit, he was old as fuck. He was 52. 52 is an age the majority of us, should, we should live to 52 unless there's a work accident or something. We, fucking, we get hit by a car or we, a steamroller runs over us or we fall in a vat of chocolate and drown in chocolate we should probably live to 52 but nothing was saying how he died like i don't know if, i don't know if he was sick or there was a car accident or what cancer i don't know so i texted my mom and uh i was like hey uh, glenn passed away do you know what happened and she's like oh my god where did you see that and I was like, it was on Facebook. Someone posted about it on Facebook. The obituaries out there, go look. And she's like, oh my God, I will find I will find out. And I'm like, okay. And then like a half hour later, I get a text from her going, I need to make an appointment. I- I- Eileen McAllister. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I don't know who this text was meant for. Clearly it was not me. And then she responds back, yeah i don't know who that was for either and i'm like what do you mean you don't know who that was for that's not that's clearly not the kind of thing that you fucking like butt dial something like that i need to make an appointment followed by your name <laughs> weird it's all weird all right speaking of weird this podcast is weird if you guys can do a couple things for me one uh i'm going to mention it now because uh this is going to happen before the next freebie uh, my birthday is on Wednesday. How about that? I'm I'm another year closer to death. Thank God. Uh, but if you guys uh, want to do something for me, uh, consider subscribing to the Patreon. How about that? This podcast. I had a lady go, hey, if any of you guys podcast, uh, get a hold of me. I got a question for you. And I, I messaged her. I'm like, yeah, I podcast. What do you need to know? And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I got a client who wants to, like, the technical components, the software and all this shit. I'm like, oh, fuck. Um, yeah, you're talking to the wrong guy. I'm talking to a Radio Shack tape recorder, and, and magically somehow the shit gets uploaded. I don't know how it works. But um, if you can consider subscribing to the Patreon, it's just 5 bucks a month. Uh, so just do it for one month. You're not locked into anything. It's only five bucks, too. Dear Lord. What can you get for five bucks? Not a lot. You can't even get, like, a six-pack of beer anymore. But, uh, yeah, if you guys could do it, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, search out Elemental Podcast. That'd be great if you could do that. If you guys could check out my T Public store or my Macari store, if you want to do that, too, go buy something from one of those stores from me, right? That'd be great. I'd appreciate it. Uh, If you could like the Facebook page and the Twitter page. Oh, if you can't find the uh, T Public or Macari store, let me know and I'll send you the link to them. Uh, If there are any... uh, I got a shit ton of sports cards, everybody. Uh, If you got a favorite team, I don't care what sport, let me know your favorite team and I will sell you 50 cards for 12 bucks. How about that? How about that? That's like... Not even a quarter a card. So that's something else. Um, And then if you could rate, review, subscribe on this freebie. Sweet. If you don't like this podcast, don't review it. Just stop listening. How about that? And then if you could do the five things for me. These are the five things I talk about a whole lot. Uh, If you could go to Bear Boards and Tables on Instagram. Bear like a grizzly. Bear Boards and Tables. Uh, Mark puts up a lot of the pictures of the things that he makes with wood. And he's got a store on Macari where he sells those things. So it's the you know like keychains, knickknacks, cutting boards. He's making a frame for me for the sports cards that I own. So he makes really fine quality work. So go check him out. Bear boards and tables on Instagram. Then check out the Sunday slaw on facebook adam and stephanie house they eat a ton of coleslaw shit ton of coleslaw and then they talk about other things adam sells homes Uh, stephanie provides financing for homes so they can help you out with that too so go check them out on facebook the sunday slaw check out extra levels gaming on facebook and they got a website extralevelsgaming.com it is a retro video game store they sell old video games and they sell new ones too so go check him out. Buy some from them if you could. Check out Magic JBM. That's my boy John Midgley. He's got a page for his magic stuff. Magic J B M. Check it out for all your magic needs. And then last but not least, my main man, Matt Harper. He's got a page on uh, TikTok and Instagram. He's making all sorts of viral TikToks because he's pretty talented. He sells his art over on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome. So head over to Barefoot Gnome, buy some of his stuff. Hit the like button on TikTok and Instagram for Matt Harper Art. It's Matt with two Ts, the extra is for titties. And that's it, everybody. I'm done. I love you. Thanks for listening. I will see you guys uh, tomorrow for the Patreon, or I will see you on Thursday for the freebie. How about that? All right, everybody. We'll see you later. Have a good one. Keep okay, out.